friends. Welcome to the In the Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Nita Wilkinson. We all know that life is just plain hard sometimes. Join me each week as I talk to a girlfriend about their journey of overcoming and how it always leads back to Jesus. Merry Christmas, my beautiful friends. I am Nita Wilkinson, and I am so glad that you have come back to In the Whisper to share this Christmas message with me. Today, we're going to talk about the angels and the shepherds. I absolutely love this story. I love the humility of the shepherds and what they bring, as well as the praise and joy and glory that the angels bring. And it's such a great combination of what our world should be and how we can best glorify our God. So we're going to be in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20 today. And so if you'll bear with me a minute, I'm going to start out reading from Luke 2, 8 through 12. And this is from the Passion Translation, which is not a translation that I usually use for my study, but it's so beautiful in how it tells the story. So I'm going to read to you from that today. That night, in a field near Bethlehem, shepherds were watching over their flocks. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. And the shepherds were terrified. But the angels reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I have come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it is for everyone everywhere. For today... In Bethlehem, a rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognize him by this miraculous sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in the feeding trough. Let's start with the shepherds. Who were they? They were humble. They were servants. They were everyday people just doing their jobs. They were not politicians. They were not royalty. They were just shepherds, everyday people doing their everyday job the best way they know how. Charles Spurgeon wrote about the shepherds. We will never know the fullness of the joy that Jesus brings to the soul unless under the power of the Holy Spirit we take the Lord our Master to be our all in all and make Him the fountain of our delight. He is my Savior, my Christ, and my Lord. Let this be our loudest boast. Then we will know the joy the angel's song predicts for its people, just like the shepherds. So let's talk about their time. You know, they're just doing their job out in the field, minding their business in the night, and suddenly there is this radiant light over them, this blazing glory of God in the form of an angel. And they were terrified. But this angel reassured them, saying, don't be afraid. I'm bringing you the best news the world has to hear right now tonight. A rescuer, a Messiah is coming for you, for everyone. And this is how you'll recognize him. You'll find him wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. Now that's significant because part of the shepherd's job was to find the lambs with no defects. Most lambs are probably born that way, I don't know. But they had to find the ones with no defects, and those would be the sacrifices. So the shepherds would tightly wrap those lambs that were born 
without defect, no spot, no wrinkle, no nothing. They would wrap them in cloth to keep them from becoming blemished and injuring themselves. This is specifically for the shepherds in he, was he will be wrapped tightly in cloth because Jesus at his birth was sinless. And the shepherds would be the ones to understand the significance of this very thing because they wrapped the perfect lambs that would be used for the sacrifice that God gave them in Deuteronomy and Leviticus. So they understand the significance of a baby being brought to this in a cloth. And then they were excited. Then the story goes on to say, then, verses 13 and 14, then all at once in the night sky, a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven. And they all praised God, singing glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. For there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. So you have these shepherds who are very humble and servants and everyday people. And then you have this host of glorious angels appearing and praising God. And they talk about peace, peace on earth and goodwill to men. But that's not tranquility. That kind of peace, it's not tranquility. And it's also not the absence of animosity between people. It's a declaration of the coming end of hostilities between our holy God and our sinful humanity. This is the bridge that the Jewish nation has been waiting for. This peace can only come to those who believe in him. It's only possible when our humanity is living at peace with God. He's holy, we sin, we can't be brought together until there was Jesus, because God can't be in the presence of sin, but he brought the ultimate sacrifice when we believe in him, submit to his will, that is where we'll find this amazing peace that the angels are singing about. So as we read on in verses 15 through 19, when the choir of angels disappeared and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go! Let's hurry and find this word who was born in Bethlehem and see for ourselves what the Lord has revealed to us. So they hurried off and found their way to Mary and Joseph. And there he was, the baby, lying in a feeding trough. Upon seeing this miraculous sign, the shepherds recounted what had just happened. And everyone who heard the story the shepherds told were astonished by it. Friends, they were the first evangelists to run out and tell people about this baby, this miraculous, sinless, blameless baby. They were just minding their business, doing their thing on an ordinary night. And this angel came and changed everything. Don't be afraid, for I am bringing you the best news the world has, has ever heard, and it is for everyone 
everywhere. For today, in Bethlehem, a rescuer, a baby, will be born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh. He is the Messiah. And you'll find him wrapped in a cloth and lying in a manger. And they believed it instantly. And they ran to see this wonderful miracle. And then they went out to tell people of all they had seen. I love this story. I love the humility of the shepherds. And they were the first ones that God chose to tell about this wonderful news. He's going to tell the whole world, but he uses them, the real people doing the real work first. Isn't that amazing? So you have these shepherds who are just regular people, and then you have this host of angels, the passion version, the very armies of heaven, a vast number of glorious angels, and they're singing glory to God, and they're praising him, and they're promising peace, a peace that until now had not been understood for all of us. All we have to do is know that this baby that was born was born to die for you and for me. Verse 19 says that Mary treasured all these things in her heart and often pondered what they meant. She's watching this unfold. She knows that she is just a a girl that God chose, a girl with no particular significance that she could figure out. But he chose her. And as we talked about last week, she obeyed and took on this job fully. She was all in. As we go back to Charles Spurgeon, he talks about being all in. We will never know the joy that Jesus brings to the soul unless we take the Lord our Master to be our all in all. We need to be all in for Him. And that is how we will find the fountain of our delight. He is our Savior, our Christ, and our Lord. And let this, let this be our loudest boast in anything we boast about. Then, and only then, will we know the joy the angel's song predicts for the people. Everyone, everywhere that wants to hear His word. So she ponders these things in her heart, and she's not even to this moment sure what it all means, but she treasures what is going on. And then finally in 20, the shepherds returned to their flock, ecstatic over what had happened. They praised God and glorified Him, for they all had heard and seen for themselves, just like the angel had said. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're minding your own business, doing your job, and then there's this angel and they say, don't be afraid, but I think we'd all be afraid because who's expecting that, right? They waited 400 years. They're still waiting for this Messiah and they're waiting for someone similar to King David. That's what they thought they were going to get. And this angel comes and says, oh, you don't need to be afraid. Don't be frightened because what I'm going to tell you is the best thing that could happen to you. And so they get over their fear, and then they're filled with joy because they saw these angels praying and praising and glorifying this new baby, this God that they have. And what do they do? They run. Let's go. Let's hurry. Let's find them. And they found them, and they went and told everyone about it. And then they went back to their jobs, but they were different men. 
They weren't the same. They had a joy about them that was different because they had seen the Christ child, Yahweh, the Messiah, and they praised him and glorified God for all that they heard and all that they had seen. And they knew, as always, God keeps his promises and God does what he says. And what the angel said had been true. Their whole lives were different. Their job was the same. Their families were the same. But they have seen the miracle. They have told the story. And they lived with a newfound joy because they had seen the Messiah. Merry Christmas, friends. I hope that you can find the joy that the angels brought to the shepherds that night. My prayer for you is that you want to run out and tell everyone you know about this baby that we're celebrating, this baby that was that came to die on a cross so we can have eternity with God. Merry Christmas, and I wish you a blessed new year.